0: Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you, help you need. need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, hello and welcome to Your Tech Life. My name's Trevor Long, and this is episode 220, um, category 4, version 4, edition number 4, live from the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. I'm still here. I'm still in Las Vegas. Uh, My family forget who I am, but I'll be back very soon, and we'll have a, a full and normal edition of Your Tech Life next week. But to wrap things up here from Las Vegas, I have an absolute stack of things to talk about, stack of products and um, and I'll try and run through them as we go. Uh, the show, as you know, is uh, brought to you by the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technologies on show here at CES. Um, lots of very nice things to see there. I look forward to their head-up display coming to Australia. That looks cool. You're listening to Your Tech Life. My name's Trevor Long. You can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long. Um, download each and every week from eftm.com.au and most importantly, get in touch because normally I like to be talking to you if you've got a question, a problem, and a comment about anything technology, uh, send me an email. Go to the website, yourtechlife.com or eftm.com.au. Okay, now a couple of shows ago, I talked about TCL and their hologram. I wanted to set the record straight right now. I've had a look. Uh, I took a tour of the TCL booth and um, the hologram, not really a hologram, <laughs> um, It is uh, really more a 3D technology. So basically they've got a a TV screen that kind of lies flat and it allows you while wearing 3D glasses and using a a very special pen to interact with the screen in three dimensions and it really does appear to pop out of the screen. Uh, So it's the hologram effect but only when you're wearing these glasses and it doesn't ever sit above the screen if you like. It does feel like it is, but it's, but it's not. So really, it's just a, a personal kind of 3D experience. Very impressive, um, very useful, likely for education, health. I mean, they had an example here where there was a heart, so the, like a, a model of a heart. And you imagine a, a plastic model of a heart. You know, you can see them in doctor's offices. They pull them apart, and they can show you bits and pieces. Well, with this one you know because it's on a screen you've got these glasses on you've got this pen you can actually interact with it so you can you can go into a mode where you're moving it around to look at it and you can look at all sides of it you can go into another mood mode where you kind of make bits of it transparent so you can see in it Um, you can even take a little uh, little virtual camera into it you can push it in have a look around so really interesting stuff but not holograms (laughs) so we move on from that um, TCL, though, uh, a couple of really th- really nice things. Their, their physical design of their TVs is very impressive. Um, they've gone for a really sleek, thin design. I have said for years that, um, that I believe people buy TVs in, in a huge part based on the way they look, uh, based on the design, because this thing is sitting in your lounge room. This thing is a focal point. Uh, I don't think you want an ugly TV in the lounge room. So, TCL have um, not that they had ugly TVs, to be honest, they had a good design, but they've gone even slimmer. And it's a nice design. And I think um, my information is the retailers here, because you've got to remember CES is about retailers. CES is where Harvey Norman, JB Hi Fi, the good guys, have their staff coming to look at products and decide uh, what they're going to put on the store. So um, no, good response apparently. Now the one product from TCL I'll tell you about it, is a one hundred and ten inch uh, display. Now that is stupidly large, uh, like nearly two hundred fifty centimeters, really, isn't it? Um, and it's in a big A-frame, uh, similar I would say to the to what Samsung had last year. Um, but getting, I get the sense that it's not going to be anywhere near the 40 grand that samsung were looking for for their big thing so there might be a fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollar crazy big screen available later this year i i'll be very interested to see how that goes and i'll be interested to see how harvey norman are able to display it in their store or something like that but anyway it's it's genuine it's real and it's coming uh and it's coming to australia uh from tcl um I'm just going to kick through all the products here. I've got a list. I'm just going to keep gibbering as I go until I get to the end, and then I'm going to go and get an in and out burger because people keep talking about how good they are. I don't know. The Hisense televisions, uh, had a look at those. Same, same deal, um, you know, working hard on the design. But what they've done, and they're probably eight months ahead of TCL here, is they're, they're upgrading their, their operating system on the smart TV. So their smart TV is, is getting a new Android version, Uh, Hisense have launched a new Android version uh, in the U.S., but we're not going to get that one. We're just going to get a um, a poor second cousin. And it is. It's not not optimal, uh, and it's nowhere near as good, but it's certainly better than what they had. So that's a positive thing, but um, very disappointing that Australia won't get the full suite offering um but that's okay we'll get there what they've done is they've introduced a, a kind of paged lineup you know tv movies um and those kind of things so and it's because it's android you can go into the google play store and you can download android apps so i think that'll go quite well for them um speaking to a couple of the manufacturers the words um hbb tv or freeview plus have not come up um, now i'm uh, involved in this area uh, in in my day job at sbs um it hasn't come up here so it hasn't been kind of launched or announced here um, but it also hasn't been stopped so anyone that knows anything about HBB TV the red button experience um, it is coming but uh, no uh, official uh, announcements here at CES. Now moving on to cars automotive um, interesting stuff uh, because there's so many of them here I think I said this earlier in the week and I mean I just I've, I'm, uh, my booth here is um, right next to Mazda. Uh, across from them is Kia uh, there's uh, General Motors there's Chevrolet Toyota Ford uh, Audi Mercedes uh, all here with huge demonstrations plus BMWs outside with their i3 and i8 electric cars um and the thing I wanted to mention is the importance of apps. And I'm, I'm doing a story for one of the radio uh, industry publications. You know, the number of cars now that you can get into and plug your phone in and you can control your phone's apps. So if you have Pandora installed on your phone or tune-in radio or something like that, you can in, you can interface with your phone via the car's normal um you know, normal touchscreen and, and and controls on the steering wheel. And what's interesting here is, and I, what I like about this is, it means that the phone is the thing that needs to stay up to date. So rather than the operating system in the car having to be upgraded and, and you know, having to have a SIM card and all those things, it's your phone. We all carry a phone around. So why not synchronize your phone with the car and, well... I guess make your phone the heart or the brains of the in-car entertainment system uh, so that's really cool and that is um, that, that is a, a real play for the future with um, with the motor vehicle industry so stay tuned for that you'll see it in some cars already I mean Holden has uh, um, a thing called MyLink which is in a huge range of their new cars now um, it's in the Cruze in the Colorado it's in the Commodore it's in the Malibu a couple of different versions of it but uh, certainly Pandora, Stitcher uh, tune-in radios in some of them, uh, these apps, if you've got them on your phone, you plug your phone into the car, they all work in the car. You know, and what I mean by that is they don't just stream the, the audio into the speakers. Uh, the, the screen in the car actually reflects what's happening on the app without you looking at your phone. That's the integration we're talking about. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your tech, tech life one. with Trevor Long. All right, now, um, our uh, two blokes, Talking Tech sponsor, Netgear, had a uh, display over the roads and um, two products which I've written about on eftm.com.au. The Nighthawk uh, router is a just a very cool, stealth-like-looking router that uh, with four huge antennas on it, uh, going to offer really good quality Wi-Fi in your home, um, good range, um, aimed primarily at gamers but in the United States they've had a huge success with the product um, to the point where it, it really is just becoming their, their elite router not, not just for gaming. Uh, so I'm going to whack it in my house because I, I suspect it'll do wonders for the, um, for the penetration of the Wi-Fi across the building um, so if you're into gaming uh, large amount of uh, streaming music and those kind of things the Nicky Nighthawk will be amazing for you because it does a lot of um, a, a lot of very special things like quality of service um, it has a really interesting technology that, that favours um, your faster Wi-Fi devices um, without disadvantaging the slower ones in, in a way. It's very, very, very technical, but also very cool. Um, and one of, the, one of the fun things is um, um, they've got a, an application built into it. So if you're a cafe or business owner, you could put a Nighthawk in. You could offer guest access to your network. So, you know, diners in your, in your cafe could use it. But to get access, they have to check in on Facebook. So they go to Facebook, they check into Bill's Cafe, you get the the tick of the check in that Bill's um, everyone's friends sees that you're at Bill's cafe, and uh, you know th- that person gets free access to the internet. So it's win win for everyone, and, and a really cool social viral kind of experiment uh, around um, you know give and take in, in terms of not just expecting free Wi Fi but having to give away a little bit as well. <laughs> All right, uh, you listen to your tech life. My name's Trevor Long. Get in touch. Say good day. Now, um, one of the, one of those fun things that, that you see around are just young people uh, with little products they think are going to go well. And the Matrix Audio Cube is um, is one such product. Very very small. It's um thirty eight millimeters cubed, and it's a, a, a tiny single little speaker Bluetooth, um, and they've just released a second version of it, which is stereo, and it's kind of 80 centimetres by 38 38 so it's kind of an oblong um it's 40 dollars for the little one 80 for the big one us but what i love about this product is it, i said to the bloke why why did you come up with the product he goes oh well portable speakers aren't really portable are they I went, well what do you mean he goes well you can't just chuck them in your pocket uh, you know, you've, they're not small. A lot of portable speakers. Now they are very small. You might put them in a bag somewhere. But interestingly, I didn't bring a portable speaker with me to a, to, to America because I didn't want to take up room in my bag. That Matrix Audio Cube, I'd be there. Check it out. Very cool stuff. While I'm talking branded spe- oh, speakers, Bluetooth speakers, geez, there's a lot of them around here, just a quick note to um, you, that you'll probably find a lot of uh, fun branded speakers going around. Um, I saw today just uh, Angry Birds, Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Mini Cooper, Ford Mustang. So um, brands and, uh, and companies really getting involved in understanding that people are buying Bluetooth speakers. It's clearly a big category. And, uh, you know, why not put your brand on it? And brand loyal people will will buy them. So, anyway, no, worth checking out that one as well. Um, yeah, are you a germaphobe? Have you watched that Seinfeld episode? Um, a company here called NewView, N-U-E-V-U-E, um, have a pouch for your mobile phone. Now, I'm not a pouch user, so it's a tough one for me to understand whether it's going to work for them, but it's a pouch you slide your phone into. Now, it cleans your phone's screen in one go. That's its... That's its biggest advantage, most likely. But here's what's really weird. Apparently, um, like what it's doing is it's wiping off what's on your screen, and they're saying the germs and bacteria on your screen is then in the little receptacle. Well, they're saying their technology, their their fabric, what they've done actually then kills the germs in a certain amount of time. So if you are a germaphobe, there is a germ-free iPhone or or mobile phone screen-cleaning case coming your way. Very, very interesting stuff. Now, if you've ever got a a new TV and uh, you've tried to get it up on the wall, it's not actually easy. You know, putting a big-screen TV up on the wall um, can be a challenging task um, because you've got to have, you know, the stud, the the wood in the wall um, behind the gyprock You know, you got to got to get in. You got to screw into the stud, otherwise, you know, it's not supported. How's it going to hang there? Um, And it certainly doesn't feel safe to do it any other way. I found a company called Hangman, uh, and they've got a a range of TV hangers. One of which uh, just goes straight into the jibro. And here's how it does it. It um, it, it's a single line of metal, like a like a really long hook, like a forty centimeter hook, really really long piece, and you put in let's say, 20 or 30 small nails they provide. So it's basically, you know those little nail hooks you, you just put one, one nail through the rock and it's a hook, you pitch a hanger? Well, imagine 40 of those on a piece of metal that you then hang your TV off. That's, I mean, that gives me a little bit more confidence. And, you know, mounting stuff on gyprocks are pain. So maybe that'll go okay. I don't know. Um, not, not of in Australia that I can find, but um, it's called Hangman. Um, Now, this one I would mentioned on Two Blokes Talking Tech, um, I think this is fantastic. Uh, A couple of young guys, only available in America, but I just don't see why they can't go global. A couple of young guys uh, in America launched a thing called Share Brands. Now, what they do uh, here at CS, they've got headphones, uh, sports headphones, iPhone cases, iPhone wallets, but they've also got you know bamboo tote pads, coffee mugs, uh, dog collars, uh, yoga mats, and of those eight products, they're all available in five different colours: yellow, red, pink, blue, and green. Each colour represents a cause. So green is the environment, blue is men's and children's health, uh, pink is women's and children's health, uh, yellow is education, uh, red is poverty. And what happens is uh, when you buy one of these products, uh, I think it's twenty five percent of the sale price. So not the profit, the sale price goes to that goes to a charity in that field. And the difference there is there are other companies that donate to charity, and that's fantastic, but they often donate a portion of profit. Now, profit can be driven down very easily by reducing margins at times. These guys, their philosophy is the donation comes off the retail price. So if you pay $30 for an iPhone wallet to support education... 25% 25% of the $30, not 25% of the $2 profit, goes to the charity. I love the idea. I think it's really admirable. Uh, young blokes doing it. Good on them. Uh, and hopefully they'll go global sometime soon. Now, uh, geez, I'll tell you another thing that we probably haven't mentioned much this week, but action cameras... Uh you know, your GoPros, right? They are everywhere. Different brands, cheap brands, really nice brands. I don't know, but they're everywhere. And here's one I liked. It was called Look C, L-O-O-X-C-I-E, Look C. Um, it's quite small. Uh, the first one is quite small. It's kind of a uh, four and a half centimeter square face, um, about a centimeter thick. Uh, it's called the Loxy 3, uh, and it says, Don't let size fool you. Stream live video to Facebook mobile friends record in hd snap still photos it's got a little hook you could just hook it onto your uh, onto the pocket of your shirt plus there's a hd version which is more like a um, uh, um, oblong kind of shape which then they both come with clips and, and covers and things for putting on your helmet your bike out in the rain whatever it is these action cameras that they are a huge market, clearly. Um, we talked about the, I think it was Liquid Image, um, which has a, a 4G built into it, so you can, again, stream directly from it. Um, it's a really interesting category. So if you're into your action filming, uh, lots to choose from uh, in the coming year, I would suggest. Now, a couple, uh, probably a year ago, I bought a, a watch called a Cuckoo watch. I actually bought it from Kogan's website, Uh, Not a Kogan product, per se, but a a product he was selling on his website. Uh, And it was a Bluetooth smartwatch. It was the first one I had. It uh, allowed me to get notifications on my watch. It was pretty cool. The people behind the Cuckoo have now got two new ones uh, called the Cogito Watch, C-O-G-I-T-O Watch. The reason I mention these guys, I mean, there was a heap of smartwatches here. But I guess these guys are the most, I see them as the most basic uh, maybe not basic in function just basic in terms of the way they're approaching it they're not trying to be some crazy smartwatch they're not trying to reinvent the world it's just a watch that allows you to get some information so uh, on the on the on the watch face there's not textual information being received there's just icons that light up so text message icon lights up um, email icon will light up social icon can light up or an info icon I can light up for calendar alerts and things like that you can uh, tap to uh, clear notifications you can, you can have it find your phone so that you, know, you walk away it buzzes you can also uh, control your music with it or control your camera so lots in that um, I actually like that one I, I think that's pretty cool and you know, very fashionable lovely to look at and all those things as well so that's, uh, that's not a bad one um, now have you got a peep hole on your front door do you want one what about you get a digital one, a digital door viewer called the Peephole Viewer. And it is simply a, um, a small little device uh, that um, that has a camera on the front of your door. And then you've got your little uh, screen inside the door. So rather than having to peek, you know, look right up at a peephole, a um, little LCD display and bingo, you know who's coming in the door. Uh, it's, uh, it can be motion-activated. Um, you can also have a knocking-based sensor. Uh, and it, um, yeah, so it kind of looks at who's coming in, put an SD card in it. Uh, you can record who came to your door and the people you missed. <coughs> Excuse me, there's a few of those products around Uniden. I've got a similar product I'm going to write about in the coming weeks too. So electronic peepholes. Who'd have thought, hey? Now, I was over at Parrot, uh, the people that do that um, the AR drone and, and different products, uh, including the flower power, and they had this thing there. It was like a um, remote control plane, uh, and I'm talking, you know, a big thing, probably 60 centimeter wingspan, um, but kind of made out of uh, hard foam, so very lightweight. And here's what's really interesting: it was twenty five thousand dollars. This is not a um, consumer grade product. This is a uh, commercial grade product. But this is um, this is who's using it: people like uh, mining. People, people in disaster management, people in agriculture, forestry, uh, environmental management, animal observation. It's called um, it's called the EB from SenseFly, and it's automated. So uh, you, you you bring the thing to the area that you want to cover, and then you set a path, and, and it just flies back and forward along a, a designated track, uh, up and back, up and back, up and back, and it does not only photographic. Uh, mapping but also uh, like 3d mapping as well so you end up with a relatively decent um, 3d rendered map of the area uh, that was just scanned what i liked about it was the fact that it's it fully automated so it doesn't have wheels or anything so it would just probably come down and land on, on its belly fun little thing eb uh, from SenseFly just made me realize that um that, you know, these drones and things, there's, there's real business in that, and um, they're not all going to be $200, $25,000. dollars woo Now, Happy Plugs. These, these people got everyone's attention because their, uh, their box design has the earphones um, placed in such a way that they look like they're uh, a musical note. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and they're called Happy Plugs. They're from Sweden, uh, Stockholm. Uh, they had a fourteen and a half thousand dollar pair of uh, gold, uh, solid gold earphones. Uh, that we they, they were interesting, uh, but reasonably good quality sound. Nothing nothing to be um, concerned about there. Uh, good look, good design, and I think they're going to get people's attentions in stores because their retail application is very good. And I keep saying it, but if you if you look good, you'll sell well uh, in, in retail consumer electronics. Uh, it's as simple as that. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your tech, tech life with Trevor Long. Now, finally today, and I mentioned this one on Two Blokes Talking Tech, but I just think there is something brilliant about this product. It's called the Philip, uh, a little device for a big world, a smart locator and phone for kids. And they said to me, it's aimed at kids aged uh, 5 to 11. And what it is, it's... Um, it's, it's a little watch. So it's a wristband, but it's not a, a you know, uh, one that you have to loop through and tie on. It just clips onto your arm. So a good little design. It comes in multiple colours, red, pink, green, blue. Uh, and it's a phone. So this little tiny thing, it doesn't link to a phone, right? <clears throat> so it's not a smart watch. This little thing, this philip on their wrist is all they need. So they don't need a phone and a watch. They just need this little watch. So it's a phone for your child, which provides the same quality coverage because in America it's got an AT&T SIM card built into it. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a smart locator. So you as a parent can open up the app and see where your kids are. You could also set up safe zones. So, you know, put it around the park and say, yep, go, go to the park. Have, have a good time, but don't leave the park. I'll know and I'll come and get you. Um, or you can put it around school. You can send your kids a text message, so on the screen they see that the text message, like you say, dinner's ready, uh, or come home, or call me. <laughs> um, they can't reply. The thing only has two buttons, and what happens is when they press the first button, it scrolls through, and there are five phone numbers programmed into it, and you set those phone numbers, you set those people's names, and it says call dad, call mum, call grand call, you know, Mrs. Jones, whatever it might be. They, they scroll through, find the person they want, they press the other button, it calls, and then they talk to their watch and they say hello. Um, it's about 200 bucks plus a $10 monthly plan with AT&T. has to be developed with a carrier. So basically these guys will be looking for carriers like a Vodafone or an Optus or a Telstra to, uh, to bring the thing to, to Australia if they do. Uh, and there's also an intelligent emergency uh, feature which when activated... Uh, triggers a sound recording calls each of the contacts and broadcasts a location so I love it because it means you don't need to give your 8 or 9 year old a mobile phone which in this day and age is pretty close to happening (laughs) Uh, they can just have this thing on their wrist and they can call you and you know unlimited calls and all that sort of stuff these days there's not going to be a call cost issue excuse me So it's called Philip. I'll write about it on eftm.com.au. F-I-L-I-P. Philip. Right. The noise in the background is the party starting, I think. Although I was at a reasonable party last night. That's why my voice is uh, such, so I apologise. But we had a good time with uh, Rosalind Kogan, who each and every year puts on a little bit of a party at a nightclub. I don't drink, but um, it's good to see people enjoying themselves. And um, I should mention, Kogan's got a $1,000 4K TV. I'll check that out later today, hopefully. Uh, and it'll be in market uh, in January. Look, CS has been big this year. Um, I've got a stack of things still to put on the website. A stack of things still to write. Uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed uh, hearing the bits and pieces as they come through in dribs and drabs. I'll try and bring it together in in a, in a sense of the themes and the and the benefits of the show this year uh, as we get to next week's show. But uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. It's been wonderful communicating with you. Great to hear from people on Twitter over the course of the week. Kept me in touch with uh, with uh, Back Down Under. Um, always get in touch. Always say good day. It's great to hear from people. Uh, you can go to the website, eftm.com.au, or you can get me on, uh, on Twitter, at Trevor Long. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And thanks to Garmin, garmin.com.au, for their support of your tech life.